My name is Dr. Michael Brown, and you are listening to Three Words, a bite-sized podcast about the simple and yet strategic choices that all of us can make in order to become the very best version of ourselves. Today, our podcast episode is not quite bite-sized. It's a little bit longer because we are on site in Seattle, Washington with my dear friend, Colin Nguyen, as a part of Three Words Podcast on the Road. Today, we talk about resilience. Today, we learn of a young boy who at seven years old moved from Vietnam to America, who was homeless, but not anymore who now is one of the most successful real estate agents in the country, who understands the power of home, who knows the value of perspective, who really has defined for himself the dream of who he wants to become. It's a fantastic episode to learn from my dear friend, immigrant turned into real estate investor here in Seattle, Washington. There are so many lessons that I'm going to learn from him today as we talk about living your legacy. So I'm here in Seattle, Washington with my dear friend sitting across from me in his beautiful home, Colin Nguyen. And so Colin, as we begin this conversation today, I leave the three words to you. What are our three words for this episode? Live your legacy. Live your legacy. It's interesting, my friend, because oftentimes we hear the phrase, leave a legacy. And we've decided to have a conversation around this idea of living your legacy. You are the founder of the Colin Group. You're also a real in, real estate investor, and you are in the top 2% real estate agents nationwide. But we met outside of real estate. We met in actually August of 2018 in Orlando, Florida at a convention where we really began our friendship a couple of years ago, almost three years that. now. But this idea of living your legacy it's extraordinary. And I think it connects very much with who you are because from what I understand, at seven years old, you moved to America. So our listeners, our viewers are going to be fascinated with your story. So tell me your story. Where did it all begin? Our family actually immigrated here from Vietnam when I was seven years old. And after the fall of Vietnam, my parents said, hey, we got to leave this country because you know what? The communists is taking over. Mm. And for the better life for my brother and I, my dad said, okay, we got to give up everything. Mm. And uh, the house that we gave up right now is currently three million U.S. dollars. And he gave it up just for the opportunity to be here in this country. So, wow. so like when people say they love this country or not, like I know deep down there's good roots here in America. So when you say, when you say you just left the house, did you just flee? Was it, a, was it a kind of a quick decision? Well, we, we left, but with communism is you don't get to keep any ownership. Mm. The moment you leave, this is common property to, gotcha. to the state. So basically we left and then we went to Thailand in an immigration camp. And so here we are in a nice home. We left and. You know, at seven years old, my mom and I and my my brother and my dad, like we were on the ground, uh, mm. like a cold surface in an immigration camp with surrounded by barbed wires and basically saying, like, what do we do? But when you have a vision or dream or life that you have a purpose, you're willing to sacrifice 
for that greater purpose. For sure, but you were yeah. seven years old. Yeah, I think I that's mean, my dad. That's one hundred percent my dad. Like seven. Seven. Yeah, but yeah, for sure. But even for you, just how that has shaped your life, because it's interesting. You're talking about the fact that you were left this beautiful home in Vietnam. Yes. And what was what was all that you knew, and then you came to Thailand, and now you are a real estate agent. You're a real estate <laughs> investor, and you own multiple homes. And and so I'm guessing that ties into your story because you had mentioned me even off camera that you were homeless yes like so so when we first came to america like for we stayed at uh, our family's place for a little bit mm-hmm. and then things happened and we found our place with no home right and and i think sometimes in life you never know the journey it's life is really about the journey of it all because yeah for us it's like oh, wow like we came from here to an immigration camp and not having much and you learn to be really just resilient to life. Like if mm-hmm. something happens, what are you going to do in order to make the next step or appreciate the moment and make the next step? So where did your family end up here in America? I mean, you're obviously here in Seattle right yeah. now, but where, where did you call home for a while? We, we've always had Seattle. Oh, so Seattle yeah. was so the was very like, beginning. Yeah. yeah. So you actually are in the space and in the general vicinity of where you came when you were seven years old. Yes. And now here you are, uh, 37 years old, 30 years later, married to Lori for seven years, a beautiful six-year-old daughter. What an incredible life you have built and what a legacy yes. you are currently living. You, you talk a lot to me, even off camera and even in our conversations outside of your home previous to this episode of Three Words Podcast about vision and about values. I mean, even as we were having a conversation off camera, you were talking a lot about, well, God meant this. And there seems to be this spiritual side of you and and it's all tied in together. And and we were talking about this idea of spirituality and values and vision. What drives you, my friend? It's it's going to live your life with passion and with Mm -hmm. that passion going towards your vision. And a lot of us, I think we were in a world, or I, I, I've been there, you know, I lost. So my mom's always been the key person in my life, like going mm-hmm. from like homelessness. She was always there. And then basically she was there when, you know, we're in an immigration camp. She was like, it's going to be okay. She always mm-hmm. said it was going to be okay. Uh, whenever adversity hit, she said that. Um, but that, um, my life started changing when I was 16. Okay. How? Um, well, I, I started hanging out with the wrong crowds, mm-hmm. hanging out with gang members and getting mm-hmm. shot at. Um, and my mom, one day I came home from a brawl and I thought my mom was going to be upset and just really irritated. Like here I am with my face is all bloody and like, and, uh, you know, ra- rather than that, she was just had tears rolling down her eyes. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like, okay, am I in trouble or what's going on? And it turns out she's like, Colin, I have cancer. And here's a person that, like that's always been here in my life, right? And we always have that person that may be there in our lives. And so maybe they're not there, right? Um, or they can't go the journey with you anymore. So losing someone so, you know, that was meaningful and impactful in life, um, that, that was the next turning point. Um, so at that moment, like just to finish that story was my mom said, hey, I have cancer and I have probably about three years to live. And all I want in life is you to go to college. Mm. And that, that moment, I had a D average at the end of ninth grade. Mm. And I'm like, how am I going to change my life around? So within three years, I 4-0 and had straight A's in every single class 
and got my grade to 3.7 GPA.、Mm. And then when I finally got to college, like got in University of Washington, we had no money. I mean, we were coming from low income family, so we didn't have the funds for it. But that year, the Gates Foundation created the Gates Scholarship Program, and Preston Gates, which was Bill Gates' dad, lead a donation for College Success Foundation. Which gave a hundred million to college kids, and、wow. I was I got a full scholarship to the University of Washington. So I think in life and legacy,、oh、is you just gotta roll with it and and trust the trust the path on yeah. it. Yeah. And so, if I may ask, obviously a very personal question: Did did your mother was she with you for another three years, or what did that what did that look like? Great question. Yeah. Like so, I had it. The irony of it was for that scholarship foundation, I was one of their first keynote speaker. Because of the journey too that we're talking、mm-hmm. about, and、uh, second year of college, my mom did pass. Okay, and、um, I, I I dropped out of school for I thought it was like you know what this was a person in my life I don't need to prove it.、Mm-hmm. I dropped out for a quarter. And, okay, and the scholarship said, hey, look, why don't you finish it? And in life, we always have challenges or things that will get in the way of our journey. But I've learned that whatever you start, try and do your best to finish it. Yeah. If you're gonna start a circle, finish that circle, no matter how hard it gets. So when you left college at that point, did you think you were done, or you were just taking a break? I thought I was gonna be done. Like, you, and then you came back around and finished. The, finished. I did, and like the irony was、wow. to become the keynote speaker for that scholarship in front of a thousand. Like、mm. donors and and like pretty much entrepreneurs or the Gates Foundation, the、sure. Gates family,、uh, you know the mayor, the governor of our state, and、mm. it was just the full circle of、uh, gosh, mom, I wish you could have seen、mm. this journey. But but I'm guessing she's with you even now, and even as we're having this conversation, very proud.、Yeah. And what I think you're bringing to the to the surface, my friend, is this notion that crisis is a catalyst. And you've already shared a couple things that were just really hard. Obviously, the the immigration to America, the death of your mom, both of those things. We would look from the outside in and say that's a crisis,、But、and yet that crisis shaped you. It it formed you. I'm also curious in your journey, obviously to this point now, other struggles and crises and things that have been shaping for you and the lessons you've learned from them. Exactly. Great question. I mean. I, I truly believe from all my heart is every adversity that we go through gives us a seed of opportunity.、Mm. But in that moment, in the trenches of it, it's hard. Yeah, it's it hard as hard. shit. It really.、Yeah. I, I say that all the time, and in the moment, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, God, why is this?" Or like,、mm. "Why does this happen to me?" Versus, I learned to adapt. Like, this is the opportunity. I just can't see it yet, but it will push me to grow. And when you grow, and like everything in life grows, like、uh, the plants, the trees,、mm-hmm. the flowers, but yet human being, we're somehow like we have the option and the free will to grow and not grow. But that's us. That's up to us. If、sure. the seed of opportunities there, it's up to us to want to grow and make the choice to grow. And similar to seasons, obviously, fall comes before winter, and winter comes before <laughs> spring,、yes. right? And so, a beautiful spring here in Seattle, and, and now you don't know what your winters are like, but in the Midwest, they're pretty intense. But there's something about those dark times, those hard times, those cold. Seasons of our lives that spring is around the corner. There is hope, and and you talk a lot about hope. You talk a lot about positive perspective. I've heard you talk about you know obviously working it out, staying in the game, fighting hard, not giving up, 
and obviously going back to college and you could have dropped out. You didn't. I mean, here you are today as, as, as the, you know, founder of this Colin group, very successful. I mean, what do you attribute your success to? I mean, where does your success come from? What you're using the idea of seeds, yeah. but what are some of those seeds of success? There's, there's a lot of different attributes to that. Okay. I think it's uh, one is vision. Okay. What do you really want to go in life? Like having that vision is a powerful reminder of the North Star. I thought yes. the North Star, like, like, okay, we could, I mean, the world right now is changing so fast and there's so many avenue that's pulling us okay do we go north south east west yeah once you know your north star your vision of what you want or who do you want to become in 5 10 20 years and i i have a vision board even on my phone mm. so it's like that board basically helps me align with all the things i do each day do i align to that yeah. like am i becoming the father that i inspired to become like i'm not perfect i'm no way damn near perfect but i'm inspired yeah. to become that person by the big picture by yes. the dream by the yes. perspective by the north star so i'm curious you, you you mentioned this vision board like what is on that vision board what are some elements of your vision that you really in your mind's eye yes can is is motivating you to live every single day perfect like i'm so like i'll show you please so here oh my my phone is my vision board is okay well i have so it's literally wife. pictures yes but like everybody's different where a picture drives me because i could mm. see when you could see you could believe mm. so i had to trick my own self and started believing by seeing it mm. like this this when i had this vision board i i Honestly, it wasn't even a zero bank account. It was negative. I was in 30 grand in debt from the last recession. Uh, and, mm. you know, like, like I was like, should I file bankruptcy? I was sitting there with a the bankruptcy attorney, like at less than 25 years old. Like here I am going to sign bankruptcy papers mm. because of the worst habit that I went through, um, after college, making good money and loans and finance. And then I was suspending it. And I learned in that valuable lesson is it's not how much money you have, it's how much you is who you become along the way in that mm -hmm. process. And and so I I sat there and I I broke down and I was like, you know what, I'm about to lose everything in life. Like so the only thing that got me through my mentor said, why don't you create a vision board? So this is actually on your phone, but you actually had this hanging somewhere. You took a picture of it as a screensaver. Yes. And so what are, what are the pictures that are on your vision board? Talk to me about those. It was ironically everything on this board. I, I just recently do a new one, but everything on this board has come to fruition. Like it's mm. like I had the girl of my dreams. Like what would she be? Like what attributes did my wife would have? Like she's beautiful, but smart, loving, caring, kind. And like, like the kids, like, okay, if I wanted a kid, where would we get married? The, the, the car, the home that we have and what, what feelings in that home. And if I'm reading books every day and learning and growing, we're going to Alani or Disneyland. And, uh, on the left is charity and making an impact mm. to society. And it wraps around of all that and who I am as a person day to day, as in my, my body, my health and, and my knowledge. So with that, the second key element is we always want this, right? Like, like that's all of us. It's mm. human nature that we want something else. But the key question is like, I had to go back was who do you have to become mm. and how do you have to show up every day to attract that? Yes. 
Like, who did I have to become to attract the woman of my dreams?、Uh-huh. Right? Like, who did I have to become to attract the business or show up for the business? And it is a challenge. It was a decade process. It wasn't overnight. Right. It was this. Oh my gosh. Okay, I gotta wake up early. You know, I gotta honor my words. If I say something to somebody, I'll do it. So I'm very、Tell、keen on my words. Yeah, because <laughs> we talk so much in DMB coaching. Three words: this idea of becoming. That there's two things that we have 100% control over. The first is our very next choice. Our second is who we're going to become at the end of our lives. I can't decide. I can't guarantee how much money I'm going to have in the bank.、Yep. I can't guarantee how many kids I'm going to have. There's so many things I can't control, but I can control the characteristics and the qualities of who I am. So we're talking about legacy. We're talking about being remembered. We're talking about the end of life. How do you want to be remembered? At the end of your life, at the, in those final days, or even once you pass,、yeah. what do you want people to say is true of Colin? What are the qualities and the characteristics that you want to exemplify and have known to exemplify in your life? I think it's one word would be like I live my life with one word of like what is your word right as a、uh, love,、mm. and I think for for me it's like if, if today was the last day on earth, it's like that person showed love. Because, because love could elevate to everything in our lives. Like,、mm-hmm. hey, if you want the most successful business, do you love what you're doing?、Mm-hmm. Do you want the most loving family? Do you show up as a loving character? And we're not、up? perfect.、Yeah. I am generally not. Like, I'm like, I'm str- I struggle to it、uh-huh. every day. But it's like, can I do just maybe one percent a little bit、yep. better? Day Progress, by day? Over <laughs>、yeah. Progress over perfection. Progress over perfection. Just one percent. If I could go that one percent, I know I was better than yesterday.、Mm-hmm. And sooner or later, that one percent, the compound. Effect will kick in. Yeah, for sure. So you want to be remembered as someone who loves, loves his career, loves his family, loves people, loves his community and the world by obviously making a generous impact. You're speaking about. I mean, but not only are you wanting that legacy,、yep. you're living that legacy. You're making、yes. choices today. Yes. In light. Of then, so talk to me about some of those choices. Obviously, you're a successful business leader. You are leading a team. You are achieving your dreams, at least professionally. And so, for those who are listening and watching Three Words podcast, they're very intrigued by that. They're intrigued by successful human beings. But what happens oftentimes, Colin, is we tend to think people just stumbled into that success. But I'm guessing you are building that life. You are building that success. So. Rhythms, routines, choices—things that are priorities to you,、right. day in and day out—to align yourself to that vision.、Yep. Talk to me about some of those things. What makes? What does it look like to live in the in the shoes of Colin Nguyen every single day? I think it's called massive action. Like massive action. Yes. Okay.、Uh, Never heard that phrase. Talk to me about it.、Uh, like because we always. I mean, me personally, I'm always like, oh, I would love to have this. I would like to do this. But like in the end of the day, it's like, are you taking the action to get there? And if you had these these big audacious goals or dreams or even desire just for anything in life, it it may take massive action.、Uh, it, that action. you have to show up and show up and just do. And and no one's perfect. I guess it's just keep doing, doing, doing.、Mm-hmm. And along the way, you perfect it or you get better. Like my my goal is to be better than who I was yesterday and、mm-hmm. stop comparing. Once I stop comparing, like oh my gosh, this guy's great or this person's great, I just want to be better than the guy in the mirror、mm. from yesterday. And if I could do that, like I win the day. And if you could win the day, and you could win the week, then you could win the months, years,、oh. and life. 
Like fantastic. Well, you're saying it all, you know, win the week, win the day, um, stop comparing yourself. I mean, we actually have a three words podcast called stop comparing yourself because the comparison trap. Oh, it's, it's deadly. It breaks you down. Yeah. It really does. It doesn't help inspire. Yeah. It just tends to deflate. And so I love all of the language and you, and you're like, you know, more can happen in a minute that can happen in a month. We talk a lot about, you're talking about, you know, showing up. I mean, it, so much of the battle in life, so much of the fight is literally showing up, waking up early, being all in. I mean, all the stuff that you're talking about. Um, but you have that kind of, I'm guessing your parents were like that. Your family is like that. You're, do you find some of that tenacity and some of that drive from your childhood roots and just from yes. where you've come from? Obviously, as an immigrant from Vietnam. Absolutely. And then everything that it's happens to you, we could always say, Oh gosh, that happened to me mm-hmm. versus like, that happened to me. And what am I going to do about it? Right. Life could be a bully. Are you going to step up to the bully or are you just going to sit there and let him punk you the rest of your life? Like one story I could share was, please, um, on my vision board is to get to charity. Like and I'm generally really proud of this where the Colin group started a toy drive. And, you know, my, my thing was like, Oh, if we could just have one toy and change the impact of one and that one started to ripple. And now our toy drive every Christmas where we have Santa there, mm. you know, so that, you know, everybody in the community could take a Santa with a photo with Santa. And like every Christmas now for the last, we've been doing it seven years for the last four years, every child at Seattle's Children's Hospital, which is one of the biggest hospitals in the world, mm. gets a toy for Christmas. Through the Colin group and the work that you're doing. And everybody else. Yes. Wow. And to our friends and family. And, and it started as an adversity of when I was seven, mm-hmm. I came to America and, you know, we had no money. It was Christmas day. Well, it was Christmas Eve, the when night you before. Moved here. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, my mom's like, okay, <laughs> we're going to go to the food bank. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and hey, Colin, like, like, I just want to let you know, like, hey, we're waiting in line. And at that moment, I didn't even know what a food bank was. I'm like, but she always made an impact to have a positive thinking. Like, hey, mm-hmm. see that? toy bin right there you can have any toy you want in there so we're i mean think of how broken that must be for a parent to on yeah. christmas come and give to their child yeah like a gift or a toy and um as i speak i i, I do love her from all my heart um and you know like so life those things at you yeah you have to throw it back so i i knew that was my childhood mm-hmm. and i never want another kid to go through that so that's why that we started the charity that created something totally opposite. So yeah. life is going to always throw something at us. You know, it's interesting. I, I um, am inspired by this notion that oftentimes we think about our calling in life. There's this um, mistaken thought, I think, that you go to that place of greatest strength in your life the place of, of greatest winning in your life. And it's there where you'll find your calling in life. It's actually, I think, believe this firmly, go to the place of greatest woundedness in your life, the great, greatest place, the place of greatest pain. And it's there where you'll find your calling in life. You know, I, I, I share this often in the places where I speak, but I don't think I would be a life coach today. I don't think I would be a mentor if it wasn't for the death of my mother. You know, one of the things that you're talking about, the death of your mom, my mom died uh, when I was 15 years old. Uh, of stage four, stage four ovarian cancer and left behind my brother and I, and she speaks a lot of regrets and she was a fantastic human being, 
But I was reminded on those days that life is short. Mm -hmm. And you and I have talked about this. Like there's no guarantee of tomorrow. Life is short. Uh, People come and go from our lives. And so we need to cherish every single moment. But for you, it seems like you keep pointing back to these very significant monumental events in your life that have now shaped not only who you're becoming, but actually the choices that you're making. I think the same thing is true in my relationship with my mom. Uh, obviously, it was heartbreaking Oh yeah, that, that she left the earth so early and f- for you as well. And you still feel that. And we can feel it even here on in, in your home as we're, as we're recording this podcast, the pain and the miss and the grief that comes with that. And yet, the passing of our mothers were a gift. It was. Because there's so much more that we've become and have grown and have developed into because of their influence, but also because they're not with us, which has been kind of this like catalyst crisis that has become catalyst. Like it's helping build, you know, one of the build us into who we are today. One of the things that you, I've heard you say in the past is this notion of doing the right thing for the right reason. Um, I love that phrase. Love that phrase. You were sharing with that phrase with me earlier. And I think in many ways, that's what you just described in regards to your charitable work. Um, but why is that phrase so motivating to you? And maybe give me some other examples of what that looks like in your life. Perfect. Like, like there's a lot of us that go out and do, do, do. I was always a massive action, right? Let's do everything. But then I started had to get realigned. Like everything you do, we're, like what we're talking about is life is so limited on time. Mm. And time is our only asset really yeah right like like i i value time more than anything else and time on earth is the most valuable asset so as we're talking about that i I truly believe that life is going to pull us in many different directions Mm -hmm. but it's up to us especially in this world right now where there's so many things on social media great right we got we can watch all day or just friends family everything Mm -hmm. life career but when we could realign with this, this, am I doing this for the right reason? Mm. Is this aligned to where I really want? It helps life become crystal clear. And you're just at peace. Like, yeah. a, like you're just simply at peace at the end of the day. Like, okay, I know I'm going north because that was my north. Yep. Like, yes, I couldn't, I could have done this or that or any other thing, but I'm okay because this is what I want to go. And doesn't it feel fantastic to lay your head down on your pillow at night? knowing that you have lived life well. Yes. Um, and so you talked about peace. Um, it seems you strike me as someone who seems very peaceful um, and, and are just very content with where you are today and yet still driven. So there's this drive to you <laughs> while contentment is also there. Would you yeah. say that's fair comment? That's very good. Yes. I mean, cause you yes. seem content where you are, you yes. seem present here, but then you also have these dreams and this drive that just continues to make you wildly successful. And um, obviously for those who have known you and even that in August, 2018 in Orlando, you were winning awards for, you know, a distinguished, uh, what was the award? It was Distinguished Alumni of the Year. Of yeah. the Year, Distinguished <laughs> Alumni of the Year. I mean, just so, and you're very, you're, even as we started talking about that off camera, you, 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 you don't like to bring a lot of attention to those things. You don't like to, even in your success, there's a, a uncharacteristic humility about you, Colin. Why do you downplay those things in your life? Why do you tend to kind of say, yeah, I don't want to talk much about those successes. I'd rather talk more about the legacy and the qualities and the vision and the core values. Why I, is that? I love that. Cause it keeps me alive. Okay. Well, what it is, is like 
there's, I've, I've learned to realize that we could either love the results or the money or the, the things we want, or do we love the journey or the chase or who we become in the process? And I, and I, with all the, like, uh, being a keynote speaker, I'm on the board of UW, which is one of the biggest in the, in the education world. Realistically, it's about not only those things, it's about who you become and the, the, the chase, the journey. And, and every time I achieve something, I'm very good at resetting. It's like, okay, okay you could be this person or that person, but the resetting creates, okay, who do I need to be and show up tomorrow again? Mm-hmm. And, it's both of, I appreciate it. I'm grateful for those honors. And it, yet at the same time, who else can we be yeah. on it? So there's a sense of being grounded. You don't want to yeah. become infatuated with yourself and your own <laughs> success, right? But then there's also this notion of how do we continue to become better and more? Because there's nothing wrong with more. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with better. And there's nothing wrong with best. There's nothing wrong with pursuing the next dream yes. while staying grounded. And staying grateful. I, I'm guessing gratitude yes, is, sure. is a big piece of your life and the way you think about these things. Yes. What role does gratitude have in, in, in your world and in, um, in your mind as you conceptualize who you're becoming? It's You always have to be grateful for who you are today because that gives you more power. It empowers you. Like gratitude really empowers a person because mm. we could look at lack like, gosh, I'm not this. I don't have that. I wish I was that person. I wish I was thinner better or had more wealth or had more happiness versus, you know what? I could walk today. I could wake yes. up. My heart is beating. I'm breathing. It's right. I could have another day. I have another shot at this. Like with that, you have gratitude, which propels and empower you to go, go through another day of your dreams and aspiration. So for you, Colin, it's all about perspective. It's all about what's oh. happening inside your mind and your heart. 100%. And then from there, the outcomes are choices, rhythms, uh, decisions, um, discipline. All of those things flow out of the dream. All of those things flow out of the vision. Um, and you've chosen, speaking of vision, I mean, in your vision, it is very possible that you could have looked at yourself in the mirror and said, I am a victim as opposed to a victor. But you've chosen the victor route as right. opposed to the victim route. Were you ever tempted in the journey of your life in the last 37 years to feel like a victim? I think we all do when okay. a major crisis happened. Like, okay. why did I lose my mom? Like everybody has their mom, yeah. right? Like, God, you can take a no- like anything. Why did I need to lose my foundation? Hmm. And whenever we feel that way, we have to look at it from a, a long-term perspective, yes. a bigger picture that moment hurts. I, I even that now I look at it. I'm like, gosh, that was more of those painful moments. Absolutely. But but looking at the big picture is, how are you going to let it define you? That painful moment's going to be there for all of us. Whether it could be a family member, it could be life, it could be yep. our financial side or the economy, or just life handed us a bad hand. Mm-hmm. Right? That card wasn't the card that we were expecting. However, what is our long-term vision yes. will, will help us live through the day? People shape us, but don't define us. Yes. How Our you- past shapes us, but doesn't define us. Our pain shapes us, but doesn't define us, right? So yes. I'm, I'm thinking is, I'm just putting to, to language some of the things you're describing to me. Um, how long has it been since your mom has passed? It's been over 15 years. Okay. Yeah. So when you think about her, 
because she's obviously a big hero in your life, a big shaping factor in your life. What are characteristics about her? Who did she become that you're like, I want to be that as well? Perfect. Like she was caring mm-hmm. and positive. She was always positive. I mean, how do you be at a food bank on Christmas as an immigrant with no money mm-hmm. and still able to ripple positive influence to your child? And then as we talked about that, yeah. it's about legacy. It's about influence others to do the same thing. But also, how do we influence others and end that chapter? I like how you said that. Legacy is about influence. It's about influencing others to do the same thing. Maybe not the exact same thing, but maybe in the same way. It's Leaving a legacy is something, it's almost like building a pathway that someone else can walk upon, Uh, a foundation that someone else can build upon, a, a life that someone else can learn from. That is legacy. And you, my friend, are not just, again, leaving a legacy. You are living that legacy now, which is extraordinary. As we begin to turn the corner and wrap up this conversation together here in Seattle, Washington, are there other things as we think about legacy and you think about choices and you think about core values that that you would want our listeners and viewers just to kind of grab from you and maybe learn from you as a part of your journey? Think big, but do little action day by day. Like like we we talk about legacy, and years ago I wouldn't been intimidated by who I am today, and that's yeah. the truth. Like I wouldn't looked at a guy like, oh my gosh, he has a home. Like I'm homeless, or like my parents mm-hmm. didn't have a home. And I I've, I remember you know like coming to America, and I'm like, gosh, that must be just nice. Like I didn't have a room growing up, mm-hmm. and now we have multiple properties like uh you know we're trying to expand to have an apartment unit and land and i think the reality is like like with all that happens to us like start small you don't have to think of the audacious goal think big start small yeah the way we like to say it in dmb coaching is don't think as much about changing as you do about choosing yeah because again it's when you think about here's how the big change i want in my life it's scary it is (laughs) so scary so one choice at a time one step at a time you know, I don't think I've ever met a human being, Colin, who has this this really specific way of thinking that connects the big to the small, the long term to the short term, the dream to the doing. Like you are able to kind of build that bridge in your mind that allows you to act, to use your term, massive actions mm-hmm. in the moment. And it's true. It's and I, I think everything comes with a challenge. I actually am diagnosed and have medication and have ADHD. Okay. So I'm a hundred percent the guy that wants to go eight different directions <laughs> at one time. And I had to know myself to, okay, focus on that one thing. So that thing leads to everything else. Like, like if one example I, I take from, for myself with the world being so busy is I actually have a 12 minute alarm on my phone throughout the day. Okay. And it sounds crazy. Like, why would you even need that? Like, so every 12 minutes your alarm goes off. Yes. And it's, what's the purpose of that? Is what is your purpose and intention in the next 12 minutes? Wow. And, and I break down the, the big dreams to not just that, but it's just like, I just wanted to be on that path for 12 minutes. And, and hey, like the, it could go from, Hey, I just need to work out in this and do my shoulder workout in the next 12 minutes or to let's eat this meal, cook, spend time, read this book, my kid, or having this like present phone call with a client, anything. Mm. 
it keeps me on track of that 12 minutes. And I mean, it could be 15 or anything else. For but you chose 12. Why yeah. 12? Is there a reason for that? Or just, I think like something about 12 has always been there, like the 12th disciple, you know, yeah. 12, 12 thing on the, the clock. There's always 12, 12. hours. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So I just kept it at 12 minutes. Okay. What do you want to accomplish in this 12 minute? And it makes life simple. I love simplicity, mm. right? When we have a big dream, it's, it's like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to do it all versus. How do we just break it down ten minutes? Just go brush your teeth. <laughs> like, like, let's just do brush your teeth first before you do that. And it keeps life so simple for me. Yeah, like, all right, I love it. So, in many ways, there's a book there. I think there's a book or maybe a blog. The twelve minute. Choices. Yes, yes, and, yes. You know, Colin, it is it is such a joy. Uh, I'm so glad we met in August of 2018, and to be able to continue our friendship, and obviously even today. This conversation, I learned so much about you and it allows our friendship to even deepen all the more. And I'm sure not only have I learned a lot, but my listeners and our viewers of Three Words Podcast has learned a lot as well. So as you've been listening to this conversation, if you've made it this far in our conversation, let me remind you yet again um, that legacy, dream, perspective is such a powerful, powerful thing. And I think let's learn the lesson from Colin, that uh, the small things are the big things, that the the dreams are simply there so that it gives us something to do. We need to be able to connect the big picture to the, to the small choices. And so Colin has reminded us that not only do we want to think about our legacy, not only do we want to leave a legacy, but we want to, we want to live our legacy today in the moment. In the 12-minute, if I can say that, in the 12-minute segments of your life. So wherever you are on, in your journey, wherever you are in building your legacy, I just I just want to say to you, um, hang in there. Be gritty. Don't give up. See your crises as a catalyst for the next choice and for significant changes. Be grateful. Be generous. Let's learn from Colin. Let's emulate the life that he is living as someone who moved to America at seven years old. We all have our unique stories. We're all writing the next chapter in our story today. Let's continue to do that by remembering that legacies are not just to be left, but that legacies are to be lived. So friends, viewers, listeners of Three Words Podcast, commit today anew and afresh to living your legacy. For life coaching, consulting services, or to hire a keynote speaker, please visit dmbcoaching.com.